0: Hello and welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, Miami Herald's Miami Heat Podcast. I'm David Wilson, joined, as always, by Anthony Chang, our Heat beat writer here at the Miami Herald. Anthony, how's it going? Good, David. What's up? How are you? Pretty good. Just sitting around in the office today. Anthony's getting ready to get on the road uh, to go to All-Star Weekend, which is where we're going to start. We're recording this just so we can place you guys on our timeline at about uh, 1 o'clock on... Wednesday, so the he does not play the Jazz yet, um, but Anthony travels tomorrow to All-Star weekend, yeah. so we wanted to record ahead of time. If something crazy happens, maybe we'll uh, We'll just try to predict it. what happens yeah. in the Jazz game. <laughs> um, but so we're going we <laughs> to talk about the All-Star game anyway, um, because we haven't talked since the rosters got picked, and Bam and Jimmy are teammates in the game, and maybe more notably, they were both selected by Giannis and Dacumpo. Uh, which excited uh, certain sec- segments of the Heat fan base. Uh, big deal? Uh, not a big deal. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I guess, you know, it's, I guess, better than the alternative, right? The fact that Yeah, this doesn't want anything the, to do with them. Yeah, exactly. Giannis likes them enough to pick them for his team. I like think Bam was the second reserve he chose, and then Jimmy was the fourth reserve he chose. So, um, and then you, like like you mentioned before we started the podcast, like the first one kind of doesn't count because it's Chris Melton. Chris Melton. Yeah. kind of yeah. had to pick him. Probably would have picked Bam if all things equal, we probably would have picked Bam first, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah. Well, or, I mean, Damian Lillard won't perform also. So, maybe oh, yeah, Damian Lillard. Yeah, but... Damian Lillard. But
1: one of the top, you know, Bam was one of his top picks for yeah. of all the reserves. So, that's a good sign. Um, you know, Bam, Gian is obviously free agent in 2021. So, you have to hope as a Heat fan that Bam and Jimmy make a good impression on him, I
0: guess. I'm sure they'll be doing their little pitch, Yeah.
1: right? I mean, why not, right? Yeah. This is their chance.
0: Yeah. I, I think Bam, we talked about this I don't know, maybe a month back or something like, I was really curious to see where Bam was going to, like, stack up in, I think when we first talked about it in the player voting was what I said, but, and he did well in the player voting, um, and now to be picked second um, on his team out of all the reserves is, it's like, it's a pretty ridiculous rise he has had. And it's not just, you know, he's a guy that, like, I think, like, analytical media and stuff like that, all love him. It's not a surprise that coaches really like yeah. him. I think the um, Ringer
1: had a story. Sorry, to, I think the Ringer had a story a couple of weeks ago saying, like, kind of basically the title was "Why Bam is the perfect center for today's NBA." Yeah, yeah. It's a, and it's interesting
0: that the NBA players are kind of taking yeah. notice of that too, because NBA players, you know, a lot of them tend to fall in love with the guys who are the the scorers. You know, the the guys who can break you down off the dribble, make tough shots, get to the rim. Um, and Bam is. You know, he's in a lot of ways like the draymond type player like he is that does all the dirty work you know he's a little more flashy because of um, I think his athleticism um, and some of the playmaking he does but he is you know he's kind of the perfect like the super role player right like the superstar role player that there's not a lot of those guys in the league and sometimes they get a little overlooked by their um by their yeah Course, yeah, you know, the other players in the league.
1: Yeah, and it, Bam, like, it's crazy to think, just two years ago, he was a guy who really didn't know the Heat's defense. He was making a lot of mistakes defensively. Mm-hmm. As good as he was as an indif- individual defender. Right. He was making a lot of mistakes as a team defender. Um, he was a backup. Um, Hassan White said it was in front of him. Um, he was kind of – he played well, but he was in a limited role. And all of a sudden, his first year as a starter, he's an all-star. Yeah. And he's getting the respect of Giannis, you know, the reigning MVP, of other players, of coaches. Like, everyone kind of sees what this guy is. And he's only 22. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's kind of easy to forget because this is his third season, but he's only 22. Yeah, I mean,
0: he was picked ahead of Jimmy in the, that yeah. draft. And he was voted higher by the, the players in the uh, voting than Jimmy, if I remember correctly. Like I mean, That's impressive, it's right? It's crazy. And,
1: and, like, and, and another thing is, like, you see, like, clear areas where he can improve. It's yeah, not yeah. like, okay, this is maxed out. Like... There's clear areas yeah. particularly the outside shooting where he could he's probably going to become a better outside shooter, shooter yeah, I'd yeah. say. Um, will he ever be a great shooter I don't know but I, he's going to become a better outside shooter. And when he does that, I mean offensively, he's averaging 16 points right now. I mean, he's going to he's probably going to average over 20 points one year. Yeah. Just because of if he can hit outside shots like that adds so much to to his offensive game. So as many of his teammates said when I spoke with them, like they expect this to be the first All Star game for him of many. Like yeah. he's going to be a guy who goes
0: a lot. Yeah. What do you, What do you think this All Star trip means for him? I remember the day that he was, you know, the All Star teams were, or the day after All Star teams were announced. Um, Eric Spolster talked about Dwayne Wade's first trip to the All Star right. game, um, or to All Star weekend, maybe. I think I guess his rookie year, and, and he came back you know, kind of a different player, just in terms of confidence, Um I don't know, do you kind of think it's going to be similar for Bam? Like, is there a big jolt you can get out of a going to All-Star weekend?
1: I think, it, if anything, I mean, yes, being in the locker room with, like, future Hall of Famers, like, you can't, yeah. that, you can't replicate that, like, yeah, that's yeah. invaluable, but I think, you, did, you look what Team USA did for Bam, like, Pop even said it when he spoke about it, and kind of his regret of not picking Bam, Bam was a different guy back then, yeah. he wasn't as confident, he kind of didn't know his own powers, you know, like, and, and Bob said it, like he wasn't this assertive at that point. And I think that experience kind of opened his eyes and to like, okay, I could play with these, yeah, these guys. And like, you've seen it this year where he's kind of taken on, you know, played on a new level, been more assertive, been more confident in his game. And the All-Star game is going to be another, like basically another platform for him to kind of use as like a stepping stone to like that next level, you know? So I think every experience like this where you're, where you're playing with, playing against the league's best, it allows him to kind of realize, I belong here. Mm-hmm. And and you see it translate to the court.
0: You think it'll be a good platform for Bam? Like, you know, the All Star game tends to not favor the guys mm-hmm. who are, like, at their best as, like, defenders, well, yeah. <laughs> goal players. I mean. But I feel like he's going to be able to, like, show off his athleticism a little bit.
1: Yeah, I feel like he'll have some nice dunks. And, you know, if he left, gets left open for a three, he can hit it. Yeah. So Maybe like, this
0: will be his chance to just get up 10 threes. Watch him hit, like, four threes in the yeah.
1: game, and <laughs> Heat fans are going to now call for Bam to be doing this every night. So, yeah. I mean, I, I could easily see him getting, like, two nice dunks and, like, an open three. And, you know, is he going to play a lot? Who knows? I mean, the All-Star game is, like, it's hard to predict, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I think, I think he'll have a nice night. And it's, more than anything, the whole weekend is just a good experience. You know, he, he said he went last year to the All-Star game, but just it was in Charlotte, his hometown, and because Dwayne Wade was in yeah. he just went to the game. But I think just being part of the weekend and I, when you're in it, like it's so different when you're like, yeah. you know, part of all the festivities. And not only that, he's in a skills challenge too. So it's yeah, a busy yeah. weekend for him. Um, it's just going to be a really, really good experience for him at this point in his career.
0: And I know we were kind of joking about what does it mean that he and Jimmy are on um, Team Giannis in terms of recruiting. But these All-Star Weekend events, they do kind of turn into recruiting opportunities, even if it's True. not just – you know, it's just guys form relationships. And – I do wonder how many guys know about Bam, like, the personality so far. How many of these all-star guys? You know, I know he did Team USA, so he mm-hmm. met some guys there. And he's been around, you know, now these he's had a couple off-seasons where I'm sure he's playing pickup games with guys and stuff like that. But, um, you know, he's got a magnetic personality, right? Like, he's kind of like the yin to Jimmy Butler's yeah. yang, right? Where Jimmy is the super intense, um, you know, funny, <laughs> but, like, Really dry sense of humor that right. clearly can turn off people. Um, Bam's got that magnetic personality, like that, playful, yeah. yeah,
1: like a big kid. That guy. guys
0: want to, yeah. but he's you know he's still serious, and yeah. I think that's going to appeal to to guys who who maybe haven't really gotten to know that side of him yet. And you know, twenty twenty one is probably the year when the Heat are going to make a splash in the free agent market. So this is a good chance for some of these guys to to start to get to know him.
1: Yeah, not only. I mean, it matters more of the peers, but I think the whole like the NBA fans, like in the NBA landscape, like it's kind of like you know, it's not about the weekend, isn't about Bam, but it, it could be kind of considered like his coming out party. Yeah, like, kind of like fans are introduced to him because yeah. again, like you said, it's you know he plays for the Heat. He's kind of been limited to roll up until this season. Um, if you don't watch Heat games, like if you're on the West Coast, you don't watch much Heat games. You yeah. probably don't know much about him other than he's a good player. But I think this is his opportunity on Saturday night in the Skills Challenge, and especially when he gets interviewed after, you know, you know they do the yeah. on-camera interviews and during the game, just the whole thing. I think it's 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 going to give people a chance to really appreciate who he is, his game, and kind of his personality. Like you said,
0: speaking of uh, the Skills Challenge, um, All-Star Weekend is pretty much just a good showcase of the Heat as a whole, right? They've got what five. Guys, I guess, going now right. with Tyler Hero not playing in the Rising mm-hmm. Stars because of an injury. Should have been six, right? Yeah. yeah. So they got five guys. They've got a person in every event still with Kendrick Nunn playing in the Rising Stars Challenge. Um, let's start, with though, with the uh, Saturday night events. Kind of run through them. Um, we got a Heat player in every one. We'll kind of run down what we think the chances are that they can pull out the win. Um, let's start with that skills competition. Um, Bam Adebayo is in that one. Uh, they split it up with bigs and littles. I guess is what they technically call, or bigs and guards. Yeah, like front court um, players. Front and court guards. guards. Um, so Bam is one of those bigs that the league has added to the competition over the last few years. Uh, the favorite, Spencer Dinwiddie, right? I think the Vegas favorite, Spencer Dinwiddie, yeah, Dinwiddie. Patrick Beverly, Shea gildas Alexander are the only three uh, point guards right. in the competition. Do you think Bam can win this one? Um, I think he's last on the odds.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have great odds to win. I don't think he will. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of contenders in this, like better contenders. I think. Yeah. Just kind of as far as me predicting what will happen. Um, even Jason Tatum won it last year. Yeah. Jason Tatum won it last year. Before that it was Spencer Dinwiddie, and also Patrick Beverly has won it. So you have three mm-hmm. pass, three pass winners, winners in the event. I, I would if I had to pick one guy, I would think I would go Dinwiddie or Beverly.
0: Yeah, I think Dinwiddie is the smart bet. Yeah. I think Bam can do everything. I'm just worried about the shot. Like, I'm not, I am wouldn't be surprised if he is good at those, like, pinpoint passes, like, right. that you have to do through the hoops and all that. He said he's going to practice, mm-hmm. so we know he's not just flying blind into this. He's taking it seriously. It seriously. He wants to yeah. win. Um, yeah, I think, you know, he's obviously a pretty good ball handler. He's gonna be able to dribble through the cones and stuff, but I'm just worried about that three-point shot. But if he hits the three-point shot on his first try, which is really kind of what it—you know—it's hard to win if you don't hit it on that first try. Then I think he can win, but it's just a big if. And can you do it? How many rounds are there? Two, three? I think there might be three. Three. It might be three. yeah. You need him to go basically yeah. three for four from three. That? That's that's tough. Yeah, yeah. That's and, tough. I
1: mean, the Heat have good history. I mean, Dwayne—I think Dwayne was in it three times and he won it twice. Mm-hmm. He was a back-to-back winner. So they've had good luck. And I think Bam is actually the first guy, first Heat player since, Probably since. Dwayne to participate yeah. in the event.
0: Unless, um, like, Mario Chalmers did it one year or something. I, f- I feel like Bam is only uh-huh. the second guy. But, yeah, I,
1: out of all the, three, like, three contests... Goran, did are, Goran ever do it? Not with the Heat, at least. I don't even know if he did it at all. But, no, he, he not with the Heat. Out of, like, Dunk in the three-point contest, uh, Derek in the dunk contest, and Bam in the skills, I would give... Bam the worst, the worst odds. odds That's yeah, probably
0: probably fair But I wouldn't be surprised if he's surprises No, us.
1: I mean, any of those guys could win it yeah. They're in there for a reason But I, I, won't, I wouldn't pick him as the favorite
0: Alright, let's move on to the three-point contest Which will be the showcase for Duncan Robinson Who is a guy that's kind of also having a little bit of a I don't know if star turn is the right word for him Because he's still just like a tall, lanky, white <laughs> dude who All he does is shoot threes But I think the league is starting to know about him And obviously he's in the three-point contest um, this is the one where I think, like, you could call him, like, the favorite. I don't know if he is the favorite in terms of the actual odds, but just, I mean, just given how yeah. good of a three-point shooter is, he's arguably the best guy in the league.
1: I'll say this. If you have to, you know, I'm not condoning gambling. If you need to bet, like, imaginary money, Duncan Robinson has the six best odds to win this contest. Yeah, like, that's like, crazy. That's good value, I think. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think he could win this. I really do. Like he's such a good shooter. I always think back to Eric Spolscher's story of like when they scouted him and Chuck Cameron, who's like who was their lead scout and now is he retired from that position, but he's still in the organization, but he went to a workout in LA. It was Duncan's first NBA workout, like pre pre-draft NBA workout, and he hit almost every single shot. I think they said he hit like 53s in a row. He didn't yeah. miss. He didn't miss 2 in a row once and Chuck Cameron, who's like a legendary scout. Called Spo immediately on his way home when he while he was in LA traffic and he told Spo he's like I just saw the best shooter I've ever, like I've ever scouted yeah. and Spo said he almost he almost dropped the phone because that's like unlike Chet, like that's very unlike him unlike Chef to, to give somebody that compliment um, so Duncan is just a, an amazing shooter and you're seeing that this season yeah but even before the year even you heard Eric Spo before the year say he's one of the best shooters in the on the on this planet and people kind of laughed but yeah think he was kind of right so i i I mean there's a lot of good shooters in this event obviously damian lillard and joe harris are the fa are are, are the favorites yeah i think joe harris
0: won it last year yeah
1: and lillard is just like on another yeah i mean lillard that's the the
0: problem is that lillard is like as hot as any scorer has been since like i don't know that kevin durant run like four or five years ago um but I think just like in terms of like the two best pure shooters, pure in this, shooters it's probably yeah. Duncan and, and Burton's. I was gonna say Davis Burton. Yeah, like
1: he's kind of on Duncan's level as far yeah. as shooting. I've, and that's
0: I, this is their game, right? It's just like step out, hit, catch, and shoot threes. And this is sort of what that this competition tests you on, right? Um,
1: and D- Duncan said he's like I've been training for this my whole life. Like, yeah. like that's like you said, that's his game. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's his that's, whole game. That's why he's in the NBA. That's why, that's why, that's why he, he, he starts for Michigan. the heat. <laughs> Yeah. So like, like he would. <laughs> It'd be really he's not a guy that had
0: a lot of other skills.
1: No, I mean, th- I mean he's had to develop certain things to to kind of get consistent minutes in the NBA. But the three point shot is why he's in the NBA. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. Um, but yeah, I just I, I really think Duncan has a chance. Like just he's a pure shooter. It'd be a really good story too. Kind of go from Division three to yeah. win a three point contest. I mean it's, he's already a good story, but this would just add you know add on to that. Yeah.
0: Um, we'll do our final picks, I guess, when we uh, once we run through all three of them. The um, last one is the dunk contest. That is Derek Jones Jr. competing in it for the second time. Um, this is the one that I guess, in terms of odds, has the best has the best chance of a Heat guy winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Gordon is the favorite. Derek Jones second. Dwight Howard third. Pat Connaughton fourth. Um, you like Derek here. I just. I mean, he's I good. Said, he's I very s- good at dunking basketball. So he can jump a, very high and he can throw it down very hard. And he
1: glides. I think that's like yeah. the crazy. Like I, even I mean, you've seen the Heat post videos before every game. He does one like slam dunk contest worthy dunk. Yeah, I think he jumped he jumped over James Johnson last week before he was traded. <laughs> and he, think, last game he jumped over Duncan Robinson, like literally, like Duncan Robinson's standing, and he just jumps over him and dunks it. I mean, mm-hmm. it, he's he's impressive. He, he can do it. He doesn't need to warm up. Like, that's just what he—he he can wake up and dunk the ball yeah. and get a 10. Like, that's just his—that's just Derek. Um, so I, I just—I think he's been motivated. He was the runner-up the first time because he missed the dunk. Yeah. He said it was a dunk. When I talked to him about that past dunk contest, he said he had pulled off that dunk he missed in high school, and he hadn't tried it since then. Mm-hmm. So that's why he missed it. But he's like, I know I can make it. it just It was yeah. it just wasn't—didn't go in that night. Um, but I just, I don't know, I just really think Derek has something up his sleeve. And I think he's the best dunker in the group. I think the only one even close is, is Aaron Gordon.
0: Yeah. I mean, Aaron Gordon has had his, his dunk contest, the one he won, what was that, like three years ago maybe? Yeah, Zach Levine. Yeah. Like, that was a, honestly one of the better yeah. dunk contests. Like, it was competitive, too, between those two Competitive guys, so, yeah. between those two. They both had to up their game. They had creative dunks. They're both just crazy athletes. Um, so I get the Aaron Gordon being the favorite I agree with you that Derek is probably just, like, the best pure, like, mm-hmm. leaper, dunker um, type guy. He, he told me he didn't prep at all last time, so we'll see if he actually has some idea, some fresh ideas coming in this time. Because I'm worried about Dwight Howard just pulling some shenanigans, some dumb gimmick, LeBron involved in some capacity. Like, it, you know, the dunk contest is, like, a... A popularity contest, a lot of times. And I don't know if Dwight is necessarily popular, but he is the biggest, Basically, by far, the biggest yeah. star in this. College. I mean, he's and what?
1: He's a future Hall of Famer, right? Yeah, yeah. Out of all these guys, he's the one. Yeah. That, yeah. Most people recognize. But so, who do you think? Like, what do you think Derek's gimmick will be? Who do you think he'll bring out?
0: Um. So who will be there? It'll be Bam, Duncan, Jimmy, none. none.
1: And I mean, I'm guessing Dwayne will. And you be You think there.
0: Dwayne Wade will be in the? Behind. Dwayne
1: will be there. If he wants to... He's having a bunch of events all the time. If he
0: struggles. can get Dwayne in, that's that should be the move. I would think that's the best way That's to the go. best odds, I think. You
1: should get Pat Riley out there.
0: Yeah, that would be... That would win that the contest. Would win the contest. <laughs> <laughs> dunk, dunk, dunk over Pat Riley. <laughs> I, not so. you should do. What do you think? You think Pat will do it? Yeah. Um, I would say if you can get... Wade, do yeah. Wade. I think Bam is a good second choice, though, because he's going to be game for anything, right? Yeah, right, he's in the
1: skills competition. He's part yeah. of the night. He's going to be in uniform. Like, I, I, I would pick Bam as, like, the most likely guy, but I think if he can get Dwayne, like you said, That's he, should, be the he should go that route. No
0: love for Pat Connaughton? He um, Has dunk. the record for best vertical leap in combine history? Yeah, it's impressive. Drafted I mean, by the Baltimore Orioles as a pitcher? Really, good athlete. I know that. Yeah.
1: Wow. I, know Wow. I... I I mean, yeah, he's a good athlete. I just I, I, Derek Jones to me. I just wait. I don't. I've never seen a better dunker than Derek, and I know people like probably criticize that and say You're being myopic. But I just, I really think Derek as a dunker. He, like, yeah, every
0: night he puts a highlight up. It's unbelievable to a way that no one else in the league does as a dunker. I don't he, think he's
1: un, he's an unbelievable in game dunker. I'm excited yeah. to see him like have dunk on this like in this kind mm-hmm. of situation where it's like all about style. I think he. He has unlimited potential as far as that.
0: So, uh, final pick there. You think so he Pat wins? Clinton, I yeah. win. you think Derek wins? <laughs> I think Derek
1: wins. Yeah,
0: I'm gonna go with Dwight. I don't like it, but I just think he's gonna like have some. Shenanigans like some gimmick that'll
1: that'll win them there. Yeah, I, I if I had to pick one winner of the three, like one heat winner of the three, Derek's contest, I, like, To me, I think Derek is the best bet.
0: Yeah, I think. Well, also it's the smallest competition, so that's, that's good true. Point. Yes, but yeah. um, but I think that's right. I think Duncan is the other one who is like, yeah, just. I think he is the best. I think those two guys are the two best in their competition at what their competition like Pierce, tests. That, that, but the three point contest skill. is, you know, it's. These guys are all really good, yeah. so it like, comes it's like, who, down to who's it. Who's hot that night? Yeah. yeah. Um, who is your three-point contest pick?
1: Um, I'm going to go Davis Bertens. Okay. yeah, I, I like that. I, he's just, the other
0: guy that, like I said, like we both said, he's right there with Duncan. He's like a machine. Yeah.
1: I mean, Duncan is too, but I just every time I see Davis Bertens shoot the ball, he just literally just looks like an emotionless machine. I just think he's gonna win the game. I think he's gonna win the contest. I think Duncan has a good chance. Yeah, I do.
0: Yeah, I think it's but between.
1: I think D- Burtons, Harris, and Duncan are the three that I would yeah. pick as the front runners. I'm
0: gonna go with Lillard just because he's like ridiculously hot right now, and if he's still ridiculously hot going to the three point contest, then.
1: Yeah, I mean that's you can't go wrong with the, yeah. the
0: I think Duncan though, it, that'll be the final two. That there's my prediction. That's the final two. The dunk contest I think is gonna be kind of up in the up for grabs.
1: Okay, so you think. You think Duncan has a better chance? I I know it's a bigger competition, but you would pick Duncan over Derek as far as having a better chance to win their event. That's tough. Um, I know the smaller competition plays yeah, a big role.
0: Yeah, it's experience. a big big role. But um, yeah, sure, I'll say that for sake of diversity. Um, and skills competition, who do you like there? Skills challenge. I think I skills
1: challenge. I'm gonna go Dinwiddie. I think he's the safe yeah. bet. <clears throat> I say Dinwiddie or Beverly. Those are my two like that. I'm between. But screw it, I'll go with Bam.
0: Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. I like that. I think, like I said, it's all going to come down to three-point shot for him, because I think he's going to be really good at everything else.
1: You have confidence in Bam.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's going to be motivated.
1: He's yeah. in a, like, this is his first time. Right, exactly. Like, I
0: think he's, like, pumped. Yeah. And I think, like, a lot of guys, like, go to the Skills comp Challenge, and they're just like, whatever, it's the Skills Challenge. Right. He's pumped for it, I think. Yeah. No, yeah. I think a guy like Din, like Dinwiddie was, like, crying when he thought he wasn't getting invited. So, I mean, so like it's a he's excited
1: chance. too, but and Tatum is is kind of trying to defend his crown. Yeah, Tatum. I mean, Tatum has a good chance. He's a good shooter. He's yeah. into all the,
0: that the shot is the real challenge, yeah. as we've said a lot. Um, but I think if he makes it, then he's going to be as good as anyone in the competition. Um, Rising stars challenge. We hit on that really quickly. We're running kind of long, but Kendrick Nunn in it. As of now, he's been in a rough spot though since that Achilles injury.
1: Yeah, he's not shooting the ball well right now. But it'll be – I mean, it's going to be a nice night for him only simply because he's from Chicago. Yeah. Um, he's obviously one of the, like, kind of the most surprising stories in the league. Yeah. Like, going undrafted, playing in the G League last year and all of a sudden starting for yeah, I mean, a playoff probably, team.
0: Yeah, I know Zion's going to pass him probably. Yeah. For now, he's probably still number two in the yeah. Rookie of the Year race. I
1: think for sure. I mean, he's won every Eastern Conference Rookie of the Month award mm-hmm. this season. So, I I think it'll be a nice night for him. I'm sure he's going to have a lot of family and friends there in it, from his hometown. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it just again, it's another part of another good heat story. Yeah, like Duncan with the Division Three, Kendrick undrafted. Like it's, it's, it's a good reward
0: for a guy who has earned it. Do you think that Achilles injury is still kind of affecting um, him? It doesn't seem like it should affect the shot that much, right. but it does feel like he, like he got a bunch of shot blocks, shots yeah, blocked and a the other of, night. And A lot of his shots are short too. Yeah, which is kind of worrisome. But
1: I mean, he said after the injury in Orlando when he came back, whatever, a couple of weeks ago. He said it was. He downplayed the injury that night, and he's like, "It was a minor thing. It was more of a precaution for missing mm-hmm. it. Like I feel no pain anymore." And, Again, guys could be lying, I know that, but yeah. he said he was. It wasn't that big of a deal. Like he wasn't yeah. concerned about it. I think it's you know guys go through slumps, you know. Yeah. I think it's part of that. I think he's also trying to. If you look at it, like it's good that he's still being confident. and
0: He keeps taking shots. It's like that old Dion Waiters quote, but it's right? Like, yeah, he'd yeah, like rather go one almost. for. Yeah. 60 than one for 10, because one, one for 10 meant yeah. you stopped shooting.
1: Exactly. Like, I feel like he's almost forcing it more because he's struggling.
0: Yeah. Like, I think definitely in that golden state, when they were up big in the second half, ended up being close, but when they were up big in that second half, they like were basically just rhythm. like, yeah. let him let him try to do yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, he, he's, and he had a tough mid range jumper in that. Like, he'll be fine, I think. Yeah. I think um, he needs
1: the, I think the break, will be nice for him. You have to remember, too, he's never played this many games.
0: Yeah. Or this high, but like, a, Level competition. This, this
1: high level, of, I mean, even the G League, they don't yeah. play this much. Yep. So um, this is this is different for him. Um, so I, I I don't think I don't think the Achilles is, is the, really the issue here. It is concerning that it's been kind of since he returned. Since returned, he returned. That. yeah. But I just think it's kind of a, just one of those slumps that guys go through, especially rookies go through.
0: Yeah, and like I said, I don't think an Achilles would be affecting his shooting this no. much. That feels like a slump. Maybe some of the the burst is not quite where it was mm-hmm. three weeks ago or whatever. Because like I, said, I mean, he's been had trouble getting to the rim. Um, during this road trip and finishing at the mm-hmm. rim, um, so maybe that'll you know some rest will just get him back to full strength there. But I'm not I'm not panicking about Kendrick Nunn right now. Yeah, one of the, I
1: mean if it's if the Achilles is really bothering him, you would see him like limping. That's true too. I yeah. mean that's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah not limping from an Achilles. Yeah, injury. he just looks a little slower than he did. Yeah, I think. Yeah. But that
0: also like you're saying, he hasn't played this many games for. It could right. just be that natural exhaustion that comes with the wall. season and yeah. got to retool. All right, let's uh, wrap up by taking a look at this West Coast trip, the introduction of some of these new guys to uh, the roster, the rotation. Um, Like we said earlier, we're recording this before the Jazz game, so maybe something crazy happens tonight. Um, And this all changes, but for the most part, I feel like we've got a pretty good idea of what this West Coast trip held. Um, There were some some positives, That loss in – uh, Los Angeles to the Clippers was, you know, even though it was a loss, a very impressive showing without Jimmy Butler. Um, they clearly missed Jimmy, though, for the first three games of the trip. Um, or, well, two and a half he played mm. half of that Clippers game. Um, then they got back on track with Golden State. The gym, return of Jimmy clearly helped. Ended up being, I don't remember what the final score was, but they were up, what, 24 or something at one point. So pretty Solid win there. Uh, what have just kind of been your big picture thoughts on this West Coast trip? Is it, it so far? I think it's been worse than we expected. But do you just kind of chalk that up to the injuries?
1: Yeah, and also just the transition phase this yeah. team has been in. You know, like there was that one game in Sacramento where they had ten guys available, and that included like Udonis, KZ, yeah, uh, Gabe, Gabe Vinson. Like it, they had a they had a thin roster. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's injuries. I think it's the transition phase with the trade, and I also think it's being on the West Coast. It's never easy to yeah. kind of have a bad time for all that. Um, but taking all that into account, again, we don't know what's going to happen in Utah. But if they beat Utah, yeah, two
0: and three trip, two and three trip. Considering
1: good. all that, the injuries, the trade, like you take that, you know, yeah, um,
0: yeah. I mean, that Sacramento game was pretty much impossible to win. Now, I don't want to say impossible, yeah. but like, no Jimmy, right? No Tyler. Pretty much. Seven guys. Seven guys. Yeah,
1: they play. I think they play nine guys. Yeah, Udonis is the only one not to play,
0: and two team. of them were Gabe Vincent, who mm-hmm. won't be on the team yeah. in two weeks and when KZ. they get back from the All Star break, and KZ, who also won't
1: be on the team. No. And you saw some flashes from KZ, but again, I, I just think, yeah, I like yeah. suppose said like they want him in the G League, getting consistent yeah. reps. They don't want him playing like he did that night, like, twenty five minutes. Yeah, so, you know, like that's he's not ready for that right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that ultimately. It basically is just a reminder of how Jimmy, how important Jimmy is to this oh, team, yeah. right? Like,
1: I don't think, he, honestly, I know he's not going to win it, but I, I don't think he gets enough talk for MVP. Yeah. I really think, like, he, with the way the Heat have been playing, and if there are three in the East, yeah, he should be a guy on the list, at least. Like, his, when he, you see how different the team is when he's playing. Like, he's so valuable to this team. I would say, without Jimmy, this team... Do they make the playoffs? The eight seed, the seven seed, maybe. Yeah. Like I, he makes such a big difference.
0: Well, and especially with Kendrick not in his slump, because those two, are, those are the two guys yeah. who are kind of like when everything, nothing's working Shot on makers, offense. Yeah. Give him a screen, let him get a little space, and then they'll figure something out. And with Kendrick not shooting well, not getting to the mid-range mm-hmm. spots he likes as well as he was early in the year, and with Jimmy obviously not playing. There were a lot of stretches of those games where the offense was like, had to be perfect, right? Mm -hmm. You had to make your perfect passes. You had to run a perfect set. Duncan Robinson had to hit more threes threes than he usually does. Bam had to be more of a... Bam had to be more aggressive. Um, It just totally changes the identity of the team when those two guys are not, um, you know, doing what you want them to be doing.
1: And and Tyler Hero's out, too. And Tyler Hero, who's who's the other, yeah. I mean, Goron is the other one, too, but... When you have three of your primary offensive scores mm-hmm. out, or not now, but Tyler out, Jimmy out, and then Kendrick was in a is in a big slump. Yeah, like you're just not going to win many games, especially on the road. Yeah, um, but the bright side has been the past two games
0: with Jay Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Like maybe he's the guy. You yeah. can just make <laughs> his own Crowder, shot. The Jay Crowder
1: trade, right? Yeah. Um, they even Iguodala, I mean, he has he's only scored what four points. I think he's taken only three shots. But just again, plus minus, you take it with a grain of salt, but. You look good in the those Warriors game. Two guys, I mean, the Warriors are horrible, but... Those two guys have been... Like, their plus-minus have been the top on the team, yeah. one and two in the past two games.
0: Obviously, play. a lot of that is... For Jay, Crowder is boosted by his otherworldly three-point shooting that's yeah. not going to keep up. But he, like... It's such a cliche to say, like, he's a Heat player, but there's a reason the Heat. I think, you know, they... They stuck him right in the rotation, right? Like, he was a guy they got, and they're using him. And yeah. they're going to use him. Yeah, he, I mean, he's... He kind of fills that James Johnson void, and right now he's shooting better than James Johnson was. Um, He's probably a little bit better of a defender than James Johnson is. He's on the perimeter. Yeah, and he he gives you that that flexibility that a guy like James Johnson does um, at an equal level, maybe a little bit better level.
1: I mean, we've said it all season. This team has just not been as good as expected on defense. Yeah, Middle of the league, I think still 14th in the league in defense. Andre and Jay feel a need there. Like, they're mm-hmm. going to play a lot of minutes, even when Tyler returns. You saw it. I mean, I think Jay has played every fourth quarter minute since he started with the Heat. He's played 24 fourth yeah. quarter minutes. Like, they've both, Andre and Jay, played both big fourth quarter minutes, significant minutes. They want them on the court because when those guys are there, they switch on the perimeter, which you guys you can't do. I don't think the Heat played zone at all. Maybe want a couple of possessions mm-hmm. like in Golden State because they didn't have to. A big reason for the zone has been because their man defense has been so bad. They haven't had the personnel. To defend man to man consistently, um, but with Andre and Jay, they didn't have to do that. You know, when Jim with those th- two and then Jimmy and Bam on the court, and then you put one shooter out there, like you're going to be a, a very good defensive team. Mm-hmm. And this this those two additions, like you see the first, and you're still going to be a pretty good offensive team because Jimmy off- is a good scorer,
0: yeah. Bam is a really good offensive player. Jay You've got shoe, let's say Duncan is the shooter, <laughs> yeah. and then Jay Crowder is good enough on yeah. offense,
1: and Andre can hit a corner three.
0: Sometimes. You know, yeah, sometimes.
1: Right? <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, yeah, I, I just think this team has a lot of different ways they can go now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many, if for a certain need, like, they can throw out certain lineups. Like, they have a lot of different ways they can play. Um, and I think when you see Tyler Hero on the court, like, when he comes back, I'm, I'm excited to see what this team looks yeah, like. Yeah,
0: what, what do you see the rotation shaping up like with uh, Tyler? Because, obviously, we're also my, waiting on Myers, Myers Leonard. Too, but when yeah. he gets back, I feel like it's, he and Kelly are just... Taking each other's minutes right. at this point, right? Like,
1: yeah, I, I mean, you know, I could, as good as Kelly has played la- last game, he had what eleven assists, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I just, I think he might be the odd, odd one. Yeah, I mean, uh, like
0: I, again, I think it's just going to be yeah. on any given night. That's going to be the yeah. center of choice. And I but, think
1: I think when Tyler comes back, I think all of them will still play. I just think of yeah, less minutes, just
0: less minutes all yeah. around. I, I don't know how you could ride the keep hot out. hand between him and Kendrick Nunn right. or something like that. Like right, like the,
1: a game in Golden State, maybe Kendrick doesn't play as many minutes as he did yeah. if Tyler's healthy because you don't have to. You mm-hmm. know? So I just I think it will depend. But I guess what what does that give them a ten man rotation with those guys? Uh, yeah, right, I think right? so. So I mean, they've used a ten man rotation before in the playoffs. You might need yeah. to cut it to like nine or eight, but. I think for the regular season you go with the 10 and you go game by game on who plays what like based on who's playing well and the matchup as well
0: yeah and again like different lineup flexibility is Mm -hmm. obvious that's i mean in a lot of ways that's the strength of this team right like there are teams that have better starting lineups i think barry jackson wrote about this today um or along the same lines or maybe it was yesterday um you know they've got There are teams that have better starting lineups, there are teams that have better top end talent Mm -hmm. in the East. But there aren't a lot of teams that have the you know, the real ability to go eleven guys deep, like the Heat can and with, like we said, a lot of different lineup flexibility. Obviously a lot of this hinges on Andre Godal and Jay Crowder being keeping this up because I feel like we, we have a pretty good sense of who everyone else on this roster is. But those two really, you know, they've filled what the Heat we're looking for, yeah. so far at least.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like you said, Jay Crowder, 9 of 16 on threes. He's not gonna continue to shoot yeah. 56% on threes. I think he's a career like 33% three-point shooter, so that's gonna go down, but um, if he could just hit threes at a 35, 37% clip and defend the way he does and yeah. rebound, I mean, he has 19 rebounds in two games, like, that's, he's perfect for what he needs need on mm-hmm. the bench. And then, Udala, you kind of have seen what he does. He's gonna get better because he hasn't played in a long time, but I'm 11, shocked
0: how, like, solid he is yeah. right away. I mean, he only has
1: four points, two or three shooting, um, 11 rebounds, five assists, but he's a plus 35. Team yeah. best, plus 35 in the past two games. Like, that's kind of what he yeah. is. Like, he's going to... He's not going to get a lot of numbers, but when, the, when he's out there, the team is just better. Yeah. Like, he, it's kind of one of those things you can't... And, bring,
0: he, I mean, he's kind of on. used to playing in this sort of, like, pass-heavy style, yeah. right? Like, that was what the what made... Even more than the, the shooting and the defense... What made the Warriors great was that they were this team that always made the extra pass. And so Andre Iguodala just is a perfect fit in that regard. You know, he gives them the defense, but then he also, even if he is not a plus offensive player by any mm-hmm. stretch, he at least is knows how to play in this offensive system. He's not a guy that wants to be ISOed. He's not a guy that just wants to stand in the corner on mm-hmm. offense. He's a guy who's going to be in the mix. You know, He's maybe not going to shoot a lot might not get a lot of assists, but he's going to move the ball to the the right guy in every situation.
1: And I, I'm not a big intangibles guy, but he's smart. Yeah. Like, he's a smart player. And I think in the playoffs, that means something, especially mm-hmm. when you're facing a team six, seven times in a row. Like, having that type of knowledge, especially on a team this young, yeah, it, it's important, I think. And he brings that. So does Jay, too. But this Iridala, the, the all the playoff games he's played, the championships he's won, he's known as a really smart player. I think it's really going to help the
0: Heat. Yeah. All right, anything else before we uh, wrap up?
1: Um, you No, know, I mean, All-Star Weekend is going to be full yeah. heat, guys. So it's going to be, you know, it's a break, I guess, from, like, watching heat games, but you're going to get three nights weird. worth of, like, real heat action. Yeah, it's going to be a heat-heavy weekend, I
0: think. Yeah, you can follow uh, at Anthony underscore Chang on Twitter um, as he heads out to Chicago where it is zero degrees don't right say, don't now, don't zero degrees. So, I,
1: if anyone has any good winter coat recommendations for Anthony... We should have done this podcast yeah. on why the <laughs> NBA should not do All-Star Weekend. Yeah. Like, can we do that in February? Like, I don't know how that makes sense, but whatever. I think the next one is in Indy, and the following one is in Cleveland,
0: so... Yeah. Get um, used to it. Yeah. And the Heat good. are going to have All-Stars there, it seems like. Yeah. Done just Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, you working on anything when you head out there? Just following all the festivities?
1: Yeah, it's just going to be a busy weekend. I mean, yeah. every... Every day is full of different things, not even just the stuff we see on TV, but just yeah. different events. I think Dwayne is having his uh, documentary premiere tomorrow on Thursday night. Um, so just different stuff like that. It's going to be a busy weekend, but it'll be a fun weekend, and it's good for the Heat to kind of get some exposure. Yeah, To have five guys. There should be six, but five guys out there. It's going to yeah. be a good weekend for them.
0: And you can follow me on Twitter at DBWilson2. Uh, I'm not going to Chicago, thankfully. Lucky you. All right, uh, thanks as always for listening, and uh, we'll check in with you guys again next week.